You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com what's up everybody welcome to this very special edition of the comic show my name is matt aka nighthawk plays and we got some fun topics to go over with you today so uh let's just jump right in Marvel Games and Motive Studio are teaming up to bring us an all-new single-player third-person action-adventure Iron Man video game Currently in early development, it's said that the game will feature an original narrative that taps into Iron Man's rich comic book history to channel the complexity, charisma, and creative genius of Tony Stark, all while enabling players to feel what it's like to truly play as Iron Man. Olivier Proulx, who previously worked on the Guardians of Galaxy video game, will be leading the team over at Motive Studio, is quoted as saying, It's an honor and privilege to have the opportunity to make a video game based on one of the most iconic superheroes in entertainment today. We have a great opportunity to create a new and unique story that we can call our own. Marvel is encouraging us to create something fresh. We have a lot of freedom, which is so engaging for the team. In my eyes, and many others most likely, Marvel has been number one in the movies, in TV, and now in video games with most recently Spider-Man, Miles Morales Spider-Man, the announcement of Wolverine, and now Iron Man. I don't know about all of you, but I'm extremely excited to take the skies of presumably New York City as Iron Man in some Mark VI armor, thanks to a GIF, yes a GIF, not a gif, we may have our first official cameo for Daredevil Born Again. It has been long rumored that Kristen Ritter will be reprising her role as Jessica Jones in Daredevil Born Again. However, the everything insider that is Casey Walsh at the Comic Id may have a different thought on that. It looks like Kristen Ritter is gonna have a scheduling conflict that will pull her out of playing Jessica Jones as she is set to star and be an executive producer on Orphan Black Echoes for AMC. So if she's out, who's in? In a Q&A AMA style tweet fest that Casey was having, a fan asked him, well, who will be replacing Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones? Well, he responded with an amazing gif. He could have used any gif, but he decided to use one of John Berthenhall's Punisher, saying no, 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 no. So you could take that with a grain of salt. You could take it as confirmation. Take it as you may. But I don't know about all you seeing Charlie Cox back as Daredevil and potentially John Berthenhall's reprising his role as Punisher. Um, I'll take my cake and eat it too. I don't know about all you. Keanu Reeves, Mr. You're Breathtaking, is back in black. Well, black suit and white shirt and, and tie. After nearly 20 years from its original release back in 2005, Warner Brothers is actively working on a sequel to Constantine. After nearly 20 years from its original release back in 2005, Warner Brothers Discovery has announced that Constantine 2 is officially in the works. As first reported by Deadline, Keanu will be back as a particular character, 
Constantine alongside Francis Lewis and producer Akiva Goldsman. Goldsman will also be penning the screenplay at this time, with the film being produced by Bear Robots J.J. Abrams and Hannah Minghella. Outside of Constantine 2 officially being in the works, there has been no news about the plot, nor whether any of the actors or actresses are returning. Diamond Hansu, Rachel Weiss, or even the legendary Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. LaBeouf? Shia. Though I am a huge Keanu Reeves fan, Constantine fan, DC fan, I'm a little worried about this. Warner Brothers Discovery has a lot of issues going right now, one of the big ones being their finances. And on top of that, they just recently canceled the Batgirl movie that was supposed to come out on HBO Max and The Cape Crusader. We'll talk about The Cape Crusader here in a few minutes, but it is supposed to be the sequel to the Batman animated series being produced and created by Bruce Timm and the original team. I don't know about all you, but I'm going to be crossing all my fingers and toes in hopes that this will actually come to fruition and happen for us fans of Keanu and Constantine. Batman Cape Crusader just got the axe from HBO Max, but there is still hope. Everybody and their mother, including myself, Nighthawk, and the comic show, has talked about and reported all the issues that are going on over at Warner Brothers Discovery. Whether it be pushing back just about every single one of their movies till next year and beyond, the likes of Shazam, The Flash, and Aquaman. Of course, the Batgirl being canceled and swept under a rug as a tax write-off. And most recently, Batman the Cape Crusader, which was being led by Bruce Timm, his first foray back into the Batman universe since the Batman animated series, J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves. Though Warner Brothers and Discovery has canceled the show for HBO Max, the team of Tim, Reeves, and Abrams said, no, 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 not today, this is Batman. The team has decided to take the show on the road and pitched it to multiple streaming services, including the likes of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu, which are being reported as the three top and main contenders for it. With Batman being one of the most popular superheroes and largest IPs, it's hard to believe that Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, and others won't be foaming at the mouth to get their hands on this franchise and get it on a streaming service. I gotta applaud Bruce Timms, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves telling HBO, Warner Brothers, and Discovery, you're not sending me to the cooler! Disney's Gargoyles, if you're old enough to remember Gargoyles, and if you're not, you're in luck because it's coming back. So, soaring through the streets of New York, the first preview of the new Dynamite Entertainment series was written by creator Greg Wiseman. So we're getting the old flavor back. Remember old Goliath and the crew? Well, we're gonna be getting them very, very soon. Hopefully, cross your fingers that it's gonna be coming within the next year or so. Um, but we've seen a lot of returns of old content coming back that was just great back when we were younger and being continued. So, not a prequel continuation we'll see when more news comes through but i mean just like x-men 97 is getting there their whole shebang in, in order gargles is coming right behind it what other series would you like to see um coming up and uh renewed so to speak or just a new series in general let us know in the comments it said the new uh gargoyle series 1000 years ago uh superstition and the sword ruled in an old world and the age of gargoyles by the day. These beings were solid stone, but they came alive as knightly powerful warriors, at least until they were betrayed by humans 
They sworn to protect Frozen Stone and spell a thousand years until today, modern Manhattan has risen again to become the defenders of the night for those that have not seen it yet. So it may sound like, oh, how, why would I be interested in Gargoyles? Just watch it. There's a reason why it's one of the most uh, raved about animations from back in the day. Another story, we haven't heard a lot about WandaVision in a while. Uh, when it first came out being uh, um, Marvel's Disney Plus first series, it was a big hit. Uh, you know, we had Wanda and, and another star that made even a bigger splash that got our own series because of a song. Well, yes, I'm talking about Agatha. And we're finally gonna go see her soon. Hopefully um, they give it the same treatment that they give WandaVision. So Midnight Suns writer Ethan Sachs uh, and the artist Luigi Sangaria will explore Agatha um, Harkness' secret past in the second issue where her look is also introduced. The variant cover of Midnight Suns number three um, by, and if I pronounce her name wrong, I'm so sorry, uh, Inhyuk Lee, along with the design sheet by Zangaria, uh, gives an even better view of changes made to Agatha. For starters, she's much younger in appearance than the first issue in the Midnight Suns. Agatha also sports a new purple costume fit for a sorcerer with black boots and purple arm sleeves on display. A yellow ring on her left hand and her hair that has a silver streak stands out uh, from back from black. So the good thing is, is that Agatha's getting a lot of you know heat. And like I said before on the show, if you haven't seen it, um, typically when there's a lot of source material, and a lot of stuff popping out of nowhere about a character. I'm gonna get an MCU appearance um, very soon, as we know that Agatha does have her series based on a big fan hit song, uh, do WandaVision. So yeah, yay on Agatha. We'll see more from her soon. Big hit anime video game success, Genshin. Um, if you don't know about Genshin, I'm pretty sure you've seen ads everywhere. It's pretty much on every streaming platform there is, both mobile and PC take over. Um, and soon coming to the Nintendo Switch, Genshin Impact. It's getting their own animation series. Um, UFO Table is going to be taking the lead on this one. Uh, you can check more on their Twitter, um, but it's gonna be good. I mean, it's got a huge fan base. Now was a great time to come out with it. We kind of heard the rumors about it early on before about it when the game first dropped. Um, people very, very much loved the animation in general and just was like, hey, is there an animation out for this? So there you go, it's coming out. Also, um, wouldn't be surprised if Tower of, uh, um, I was gonna say Tower of God, if um, Tower of Fantasy uh, ends up getting one as well. I mean, that one I think stemmed from the roots of uh, a, a manga or anime itself. So well, what do you think? What are your thoughts on it's an impact getting animation series. Are you with it or you think they should just stick to the game? Let us know. And last but not least, let's talk about Marvel's uh, 2022 Comic-Con panel schedule. Uh, Thursday, October 6th, we have Captain America Cold War. That's gonna be Marvel's special event this week, uh, that week. Uh, Friday, October 7th, Marvel Comics, uh, Marvel Fanfare with CB uh, Sibileski and the uh, Books of the Future Past. Saturday, October 8th, Marvel Voices. World Outside Your Window, Marvel Comics, the next big thing. Except uh, Sunday, October 9th is Women of Marvel. So there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, are you gonna watch Comic-Con? What are you looking forward to? What are you, what's the big things that you're looking forward to for New York Comic-Con? Are you going? 
you um so you know the big split between the comic cons a lot of people say what's the difference between the two is one in san diego is more like you know shows and movies and kind of entertainment and and new york comic con is all about the comics um and i mean they include a little bit of stuff like here and there but uh what are you looking forward to what comics do you want to see come up you are you looking forward to any new hero announcements or um, maybe more announcements on I wouldn't think we we're going to be getting anything show related wise since I mean just had San Diego Comic Con and uh, Disney's lineup so but who knows let us know in the comments below and thank you for joining me for another what's in the mix with comics this has been episode 50.5 see you next time